There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's only one Eric's Family Barbecue location in Arizona. That's right, just one. It's in Avondale, and it's worth the drive over and over again. Barbecue restaurants that have several locations usually cut their quality for expansion. Not Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric serves Texas-style barbecue that never disappoints, always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Now, we know brisket is king, but have you tried their pulled pork with coleslaw? It's a match made in heaven. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Say goodbye to me. Go grab that spirited actress and make her your own. Take that beauty and run. Don't look back. Listening to Doc Holliday die in Tombstone to see if you're ready to pass out crying. Not listening. Live for me. There he goes, Brady. What? No, come or die. friend, if you ever had even the slightest feeling for me, leave now. Leave now. There you go. There's some tissues. Yeah, I think that's pretty tough. Dave Eagleson's already all over it. He's got. Brady and Iceman flying around in uh, jets, crying. It's pretty. Oh, pretty and that's new Iceman too. Brand that's new, not- yeah, it's current Iceman. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great picture. You see, yeah, a great Brady. picture. Yeah, you got to see that one, buddy. You're gonna like that. A guy said, "I got an email from a guy. It said I'm with Brady. I got Misty during Top Gun Maverick as well, and then I had to reset my entire life. What was I doing? That moment where you're like, what are you crying about? There it is. There's the picture of Iceman Brady <laughs> sobbing in a flame. Eggleston nailed that one. Very funny. Well Little done. Smokey. Yeah. <laughs> Little Smokey. I didn't even see yeah, that part. That's his name, <laughs> Little Smokey. <laughs> he's sobbing in the back of the plane. Well, Iceman and I don't know what face he's in. That's the, the current Val Kilmer. Yeah. Very funny. Thank you, Eggleston. Uh, it's 6.50 here on this uh, glorious Monday morning. Uh, it's going to be hot this week, miserable hot this week. Get used to it. Here it comes. I was, I was at a lunch Friday, and Heather downstairs was there, and she goes, I just feel like it's happening so soon this year. June? I'm like, Heather, you've lived <laughs> here, here your whole life. Yeah, but normally isn't it much later? No. Yeah, usually September. <laughs> yeah, yeah, June, never. No, it's always June. Remember, we had the hottest 100. Sometimes in May. So yeah, most of the time, end of April, May, you start going, ah, we've hit 100 a couple of times. Yes, June is right when we're. She was shocked by it. And I'm like, all right. Why am and I then we were talking. She said, please don't talk about this on the air. And I'm like, no, I'm talking about this. Which, again, like I told you, I went to my friend's uh, birthday party a couple weeks ago, and there was a lot of hip surgeries and low T talk. And I'm like, this is my new world. This is the world of being in your late 40s and 50s is that your friends start talking about low T a lot. 
And it's funny to me to see that. And I'm the one talking hip surgeries and everything else. So it's very it, – the parties are, parties are no good. I go to lunch with uh, a lady my age, exactly, very lovely lady my age, and Heather, who's a couple years older than us. And then in the middle of the thing, we're talking about health and stuff. And she goes, have you had a colonoscopy yet? And I'm like, this is happening again, isn't it? And I said, no, I have not. And then she goes, Whew. she goes, I, uh, I got mine. And she goes, and you know, days, day before, whatever, they make you drink stuff, and you got to poop out everything or whatever, and all that. And she's talking about it. And she goes, and then it was, just, it was just uncomfortable. It was uncomfortable. And Heather goes, I didn't have any problem with it at all. It actually didn't bother me at all. And I'm like, all right, shh, Heather, quiet, no more talking. She goes, why? It was really easy, just there, in, done. And I'm like, no, Heather, this just shouts that your history has built you a perfect base for this activity. Stop saying how easy it was to be anally probed. It was simple. And I said, yeah, what are you like? Normally, or she it was- thought it was a teeth cleaning or something. Right. She thought that eh, she called it Friday. Uh, what's, what's the difference between this and college Friday? Awesome. I did see something disappointing, more disappointing about America than I've seen in a long time. Uh, we took our old lady friend to lunch yesterday. Uh, she's 92, I think, Paula. and Megan. Fresh off the Vegas Yeah, trip. she went to Vegas again in between our trip to Vegas. She went again a week later. So she loves it up there. So Paula and Megan have been best friends forever since Megan used to train her in the old lady training school. And uh, Megan used to be a trainer for old people. And it was great. So Paula's fun. So we take her to Postino up at uh, Kierlin. There's a uh, – oh, Brady, I don't know how you got through this. I have no idea how you got through this. There's a, a frat sitting at Postino, frat dudes in there, and they're all in the same T-shirt. Formal, bro! And they're in their shirts that say something formal. They act like people care. They're just coming off their spring form. Uh, it was a spring something, and yeah. a couple of them had the shirts on. And they're walking around like people care. Like There's such a thing about fraternities when they're in them. I remember that the group of kids at the win when I was at the pool at the win, and they they showed up with two collared shirts. Both of them popped. Everybody's wearing two. Double popped. Double popped, and they oh. kept going, "Dude, you're acting like a Yaley. We don't do that, yo. We don't do that." And they're and I'm like, guys, you're the only ones here who care about your fraternity or where you, nobody cares. Like you think it's important, it's not. Nobody likes you. You're making an ass of yourself, and you know we're laughing at them, and they thought they were the coolest guys in the world because probably at Harvard. They walk around the campus like, oh, those are the guys from blah, blah, blah. And they, they have this feeling that the world sees them that way. Frat people, nobody sees you that way outside of the school. So yesterday at Postino, at Postino, the frat sitting next to us, right? Now, what's Postino known for? 50-year-old broads and wine, yeah. right? Yes. It is not a you know blowout of college behavior. They're going crazy for bruschetta. So these dudes are sitting there, and the pitchers are, you know, they got a happy hour pitchers, bro. And we're enjoying our paninis <laughs> and bruschette. Yes. We're having a nice uh, lunch with a 92-year-old woman. And the, and the frat's sitting at the table behind us, enjoying their, bro. You occasionally hear that pop up, bro, who's so epic, bro, bro. And like, all right, you know, you're gonna, they're going to have little spikes of bro moments. And, <laughs> oh, man, Cameron was all over that, yo. Bro, I'm like, all right, we got this thing. And then these girls showed up. A couple of girls showed up to be with them. And I've never heard anything like this uh, at a postino. But the girl says to the guy, she bends down and gives him a little kiss and goes, how you guys doing? Goes, We're just here, man. Effing <laughs> up. It's postino, God. man. <laughs> you are not 
Come on, that is you. Effing anything up at all. Not once did you F something up at post. Bro, this bruschetta is so epic. Monumental. We are f- this place up. It's Postino. The douche patrol was it out. It was hardcore. Douche heavy. And again, frats. Nobody likes you outside of your frat or college people. You're the worst on the planet. And everybody, you could see them, just everybody going, oh, every time they'd have a spike, a rise in their behavior. It was like, you brought the frat to Postino. That might be the weakest frat move I've ever heard in my life. How many sets of flip-flops were there oh, in those guys? It was brutally funny, though. <laughs> we are effing up at Postino at 1.30 in the afternoon. And boy, were they. That place was on fire. It was lit, Brady. It was fire. Had the best brunch ever. Man, we are brunching. <laughs> we are f- brunching hardcore. Yeah. I'm on my like, first and a half pitcher, bro. Spring formal last night, and now this? You got to be crazy. We're f- this whole f- up. I'm going to miss you guys. This I just summer. wanted to turn with my hazy IPA. I said, guys, let me tell you something. This is not f- anything up. Just enjoy your paninis and your bouchette. <laughs> Would you get the fig and apple? Great choice. Charcuterie board. Your charcuterie, <laughs> which you get to choose. But your fig and apple bouchette looks great. You got a little stain on the shirt that all of you are wearing. The same exact outfit that you all had. Oh, it was so embarrassing. <laughs> Hilarious. You missed out, man. I did? Yeah. I don't think so. I was so. thinking about the fraternity. No matter where you went, you effed everything up. <laughs> yeah. We're going to a wine tasting, bro. We're going to F that up. Yeah, that's what you're going to do. This Pinot is off the chain, man. Like, Grigio? Yes, Grigio. Come on, man. Get your together. Four spritzers. Course them on the Grigio. Would you guys like another round of drinks? Yeah, all around, man. We're going Grigio for everybody. It was embarrassing and hilarious. Even Paula goes, they're just so blech. And I'm like, it's called douchey paula that's what we're seeing right now we're seeing a douche factory uh just blending all of its ingredients and they can't ever read the room like just seeing everybody shaking their head going no. idiots the, uh, what, the, what they think is happening is that while while people shake their heads and in a frat kid's mind he's looking out going the guy's shaking his head going man how come i can't be in that frat like that's what he <laughs> thinks the shake the shaking heads are but what the shaking heads are oh i wish all of those kids would get hit by a light rail <laughs> That's what we're really saying. What you see is, look at all these people shaking their heads, wishing they could live this life. Pinot for everybody. It's f***ing the world up, man. This bruschetta is incredible. Yeah, it was, it, was the, it was the heaviest douche factor I've seen in a long time. Hilarious. You can only imagine what they did afterwards. Probably effed up Top Gun. Oh, <laughs> man. Afternoon. That might be a little too crazy for them. I think maybe they went to like the Bridges of Madison County, like a revival at an art house. Bro, the bridges are <laughs> badass. The bridges. All eight of us in the front. Sigma Chi Alpha, bro. <laughs> we saw the bridges last night. It was great. Dalton cried. Don't lie. <laughs> of course he cried. We all cried. It was the bridges. I was dying. Because you can't be sitting at a table next to a woman who's 92 and think your frat is uh, effing <laughs> up. You can't have a 92-year-old there unless they're like 
blue from old school. It can't be. She had to be like if they had Paula at any class, he'd go over there and sing to her. Well, if they had, well, that that's what people want more interaction with the frat. That's what people are dying for. If they'd have put like a thing of KY jelly in an inflatable pool and made my friend Paula ninety two crawl around in that, now that's a frat thing. Now you're now you're officially living up to your douche quality. Oh, it was funny. It was I was I was in hysterics when those girls showed up. What are you What are you guys up to? Oh man, we were just effing up <laughs> at Postino. It's the best. We were at Postino at Kirlin in the middle of a Sunday afternoon, and I mean, look around, man. This is just absolutely. F- up here at postino bro calm down i don't even want to be here because it's not a cool place they have delicious paninis and a lot of women trying to get their groove back you need to settle down and i don't know how you get a frat to agree where you guys want to hang today it's always postino bro yeah that's right idea i love their bruschette oh tempe man carolyn no we gotta give carolyn man tempe sticky floors do they have one in Tempe? I they think so. To, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. For all the cougars, that's when cougars show up and start uh, hanging out with those college boys. Nobody wanted them there. It was awful. Even the waitresses were kind of like, ugh, this. It was hilarious. You know, the waitresses are flipping a coin. No, it's yeah, not my. I don't no, 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 I, I ain't doing that one. Send the gay guy. Yeah. <laughs> and they did. And they kind of. Everybody, it's all all hands at uh, Postino. You just get a different person shows up at your table, and they're all capable of doing anything. It's crazy. So you don't really have a singular waiter, but nobody wanted to deal with these guys. It was great. Another pitcher, bro. <laughs> Round it up, kid. <laughs> uh, it was a good uh, weekend for uh, for uh, the Pride Month as well. I don't know if you saw this, but uh, Glenn Burke of the Los Angeles Dodgers, we joke about him all the time, inventor of the high five. And I always had Vin Scully come tell the tale of the invention of the high five was the openly gay uh, Dodger outfielder Glenn Burke, and they had a uh, they had a thing for him this week, and they had a a moment for Glenn Burke. They honored him as the first open gay baseball player, and I don't know that you know it was that obvious when it went down. But Burke's story, uh, he was the first one to come out to his teammates as a gay guy. And then he told the owners of the Dodgers, by the way, I'm a homosexual. And uh, then accidentally invented the high five with Dusty Baker after they uh, went back-to-back on home runs. And Dusty Baker hit his 30th of the season, making the Dodgers, I think, the first team to have four uh, players with 30 home runs in their lineup. And Glenn Burke went up and hit his very first home run right after Dusty. And when Glenn was rounding the bases, Dusty saw his hand in the air, and they just smacked hands high in the air. And... Born wise. High five? Yeah. And that's not the only thing he invented. Vin Scully here for Dodger Baseball. Glenn Burke, well known for inventing the high five along with Dusty Baker, was just an inadvertent move. Another thing he invented was the backdoor slider. And it has nothing to do with baseball. This guy threw that pitch on the reg. Huge fan of it with a bat in his hand. Love the backdoor slider. But yeah, Glenn Burke was, uh, was honored, which is, you know, I guess good. But in a way, he wasn't a very good baseball player. So they're just honoring him for choking a few down, really, is all they're doing, right? <laughs> and he loved a Dodger dog. I've never seen anybody eat Dodger dogs quite like Glenn Burke when he was closeted. It was almost as if he was trying to tell us without actually saying anything. Who puts mayonnaise on a Dodger dog? Glenn Burke did. <laughs> 
<laughs> I know that sounds awful. Yeah, that's terrible. <laughs> well, it's terrible to try to taste it. But living the life where you're just trying to send messages to your teammates saying, I really enjoy a mayonnaise-covered wiener. And they didn't get it until he finally just had to say it. I'm gay. And there's nothing wrong with that. Just that's, keep it off of me. That's a new promo in between innings. They'll have the racing hot dogs, and Glenn Burke will chase him down. <laughs> Glenn Burke will be running in front of him and stumbling. And now it's time for the Glenn Burke hot dog race. Oh, Glenn's down again. The hot dogs have attacked Glenn. 13 steps today is all Glenn made. He was supposed to go all the way around the outfield. God forbid they do the sausage races in Milwaukee with Glenn or he'll never leave. Glenn Burke has demanded a trade to the Brewers. But they did that. And then Tampa, the Tampa Rays for Pride Night did something that is kind of rubbing people the wrong way. But it's well within the rights. Five of their pitchers in Tampa refused to wear the uh, rainbow-logoed hats and patch on their uniform uh, as the Rays did everything they could to be like, it's Pride Night and we are the Rays. Uh, Our pride is showing. We wear our pride on our sleeve was their catchphrase. And they put a, a rainbow thing. And five of the pitchers for the Rays are like, we're religious. It goes, And the one guy had a great statement. He's like, look, I'm not against any human being doing it's just that lifestyle and the lifestyle i lead i'm taught by my lord that that's something that i shouldn't be you know celebrating anybody can do what they want i can too and essentially that's what he was saying well people are like well you got to wear the thing and and you know the argument is just wear it and shut up well that's what you've told people gay people for the longest time and now you know and i'm not a religious guy but that guy has just as much right to have his employer dress him up as a you know you're proud of uh you know there are people out there who don't agree with that lifestyle it doesn't mean that they're automatically going to go out and beat you up with a with a you know bat but that they're like look this this isn't something i'm going to celebrate you can do it but i'm not going to celebrate it i don't i don't have any ties to it and they went out there without their Thing. And evidently, uh, their coach said it cost a little. You oh, know, I bet. Uh, well, it, it wasn't a big deal, but a big conversation in the locker room that, you know, this is not. Uh, what are we going to? What is this going to cause? I, the, the, none of them were upset that the guys decided not to do it. It's like, okay, well, let's do some damage control before we we actually march out there and five of you a bigger distraction yeah, than exactly. Like, what's this going to do? But in a way, the Tampa Rays never asked their players, "Do you, are you guys okay with this?" They just did it. They changed the logo. Their website was completely uh, rainbow. Uh, everything about it was like super gay pride night. And five of their players are like, mm, no thanks. And that's the problem. Some of them aren't. I don't care. I don't think I would care, but I'm not religious. If you're religious and you're like, ah, my Lord Jesus says I shouldn't really be celebrating this. It's it's kind of to the to the argument that people would roll their eyes, but it's a very real argument for some. It would be like um, premarital sex night. Uh, it would be. For them, it's by wearing that they feel they're endorsing that lifestyle. No, he, he actually well said, on that day that in a way, yes, yes. and endorsing. Saying, look, I'm endorsing a behavior that is not Christ-like, yeah. and that's what the guy said. He said, "Look, it's the same thing as saying uh, sex out of wedlock is something that they don't support in their religion." I then would have to say, as a devil's advocate. You realize you play professional baseball. You shouldn't be speaking to anyone on your team. Yeah. And probably you too. But, I mean, that was the thing. It's like we're not going to have a night where I wear a patch to say, isn't it great 
to have sex outside of your marriage or uh, not be married and have sex. He's like, it's just stuff that, you know, we see it as a morality thing. Did they sit them? Did they, did they get to play or They're what pitchers. Happened? I don't know who played or who okay. didn't. There were five yeah, pitchers. Yeah, five pitchers. So I don't know if anybody was scheduled to play or if they played. I'm sure on the, the way the Rays run their pitching, yeah, because yeah, there's I'm only sure, nine yeah. or ten pitchers on a roster. So I'm sure a couple of those guys got in the game. But it caused a little stir, a little uproar and whatever. And it made me wonder, like, what would happen if KUPD forced us to do a gay day? And, I mean, as a homosexual, I'd be like, yay, good for you guys. Well, then we could just go to KDKB. And- <laughs> right. But then I thought, oh, we already have that. Yeah. But an employer can't dress you up for something like that, can they? I don't think. And you can still say I'm not for this and not run the risk of causing trouble. But it did cause a little woke group to go, oh, they're bigots. And it doesn't make you a bigot. I'm not gay. I mean, I'm gay, but I wasn't gay for a long time. And it's one of those things where I, uh, I don't think it would be anything for somebody to say, no, you have to act like you love it. I'm like, I don't know anything about it. I don't. It's like me wearing a Mexican flag and saying I, I love the Mexican culture. I like Mexican food. I think I like the American version better than the real Mexican one. But isn't that called cultural appropriation if you do it yourself? Like if I'm not gay and running around in rainbow flags and saying I understand the struggle and it's not like you don't know what you're talking about. It's uh, Rachel Dolezal running the NAACP in Spokane, Washington as a white woman. And they're like she doesn't know what we're doing. It's the same thing. If you're not part of the group. It can be. You can be supportive of it, but you can't act like I'm all in if you're not all in. So I'm all for people standing up and saying I'm not all in. And I'm fine with people saying I actually don't like it. Okay. That's good. They don't have, what if, I mean, and that's the argument that will come out of this. What's next? Trans night where they have to dress and drag? I mean, eventually you're going to have to draw a line. And some of the players will be like, I remember when we did the jokes with the hockey players and we were doing all those yeah. videos and stuff. And I would make, because they were sitting on either side of me in these tight little chairs. We were on a double date. Yeah, and my hands kept feeling like I was giving these guys handy. So I started, like, joking around about it. Like, All right, we'll do this, but no more gay stuff, eh? Like, they didn't want to be seen that way. And I'm like, I'm just playing around. None of these videos are going out. All right, cool. And they weren't mad. They were laughing. But they were like, don't do that, eh? That's video. That'll show up, right? And they'll go back to Canada. The harassment they'll yeah. get. Yeah, they'll get teased too hard. So I was like, okay, fellas. But it was... uh. You know, it's weird, but where do you draw that line? I'm all for like because by not wearing it, now they're bigots. Well, they've been singled or out. Or they're TMZ they're not tolerant. Out. They talked about yeah, they talked about it in a, a you know news about like well, why wouldn't they just wear? Well, because they didn't want to. Well, they were playing because uh, Joe Adams was uh, one of the uh, relievers and he he played on Sunday. He pitched, he yeah. pitched. And it wasn't that the Threw coach was mad or anybody was really upset. It's just like. Why would you put like now? What team is going to go out there and put their team in that position? Other than to say, you know, is everybody on board? They didn't ask them. They just did it. And then the player's like, we don't want to wear this. So instead, maybe you go in and go, hey, what would you guys think about this? And then you get a few hands going up saying, okay, let's not do it. We can have pride night in the ballpark, but don't make the players dress up. Because you can have, you know, trans pride night too. And the players would be like, I'm not for that. Well, we've already got the outfits. I mean, you have to wear the ball gown. I mean, it's going to be tougher to run, but you're going to wear – Women's clothing. It's like, Let well, alone not in. the superstitions that involve in uh, sure. baseball. Like, you've been wearing this hat this season. You've got 10 games with yeah. the same hat on or your glove. What if they Socks went to rainbow and, yeah, gloves? Right, yeah. <laughs> rainbow gloves would be good. Rainbow bats. 
Baseball needs some help, but I think that might be too far. Well, they do pink on uh, for they do pink Mother's for, Day. Yeah, Mother's Day. Right. But for the most part, and if one guy said, "I'm not wearing, I'm not using the pink bat because I don't like my mom," okay. What if you had to wear? I mean, they do. They do that for military stuff and everything else. But if you can start to opt out of those things. You start to wonder, like, all right, what if you're just completely anti-military and you started to wear that? There'd be a stink. So they got to quit asking these guys to be billboards for the causes that maybe the, you got 26 unique individuals on a on a ball team. You can't expect everybody to be always on the same page, especially in Florida, for God's sakes. The place is a cesspool of, of mismatched ideas. Actually, it's pretty much one singular one ideal cesspool. of craziness, but... Yeah, I don't know if they're like, okay, you have to wear the pride stuff. It's like, all right, there might be a person or two that doesn't want to. And for that to be the cause of a problem is no big deal. I, for one, would love to see LGBTQ plus trans night at the old ballpark. Especially, I would go to that game. Like, baseball needs something for me to be excited about and watch again. That's fun to watch the guys out there in RuPaul's drag race clothes. Now, that's like the dodgeball team. They go out there and. S&M dominatrix stuff. I'm like, all right, this is fun. This is funny. <laughs> really embracing it. I need this, it. yeah, because I really don't. I don't want to watch the, the D-backs go lose, you know, what I thought was going to be 110 games, probably closer to 90. Nobody wants to go down there and see that unless you're putting on a show. Give me some lingerie, boys. <laughs> Put that rainbow flag out there. It would or, change something. Or just start you know, winning. Threaten the team. Maybe Tori Lovello of the Diamondbacks could say, all right, guys, need a 10-game winning streak here. And if we don't get it, uh, you're wearing lingerie on the field. The new uniforms are out, and you're wearing it out. Oh, you're going out there, coach. Then you're not playing ball for the Diamondbacks. Ugh. Suspension of your check. If they can force you to wear whatever they want, you start dressing you up like whatever at all. So can't have the Indians as a logo anymore, but you can throw this out there and make players that don't want to wear it like feel bad for not wearing it. That's just doesn't seem like if you're trying to stay out of the whole offend people thing, shouldn't you just stay out of that whole deal too? Shouldn't it just be baseball? Remember when it was just baseball? Yeah, when was that, though? Yeah, I mean, it's been a long time. Yeah. Remember when it was just baseball? Remember when everything wasn't a cause? The guys just went out and played the game and distracted us from our real lives, and that was it? And now you got messages all over the place and, and gun violence in the NBA shirts. and it, Just play the game. And I hate to say that, but it's like, we get it. You have a voice. That's what Facebook and Instagram are for. Go over there and do it. Nobody's taking away your indif- – nobody's allowed to just shout out whatever they want at work. I'm not allowed to wander through the sales pit and tell everybody what I think of politics without – But or, you do. I do it all the time. <laughs> You're goddamn right I do. I dare you to <laughs> fire me. <laughs> no, but I mean I would – if I went down there, go, all right, everyone in sales, here's what I think about gay marriage. And I just started sp- – I'd be an HR in a heartbeat. Let alone last week going around, uh, you know – Getting the gun thing going down in the oh, sales yeah. area. Oh, and just handing guns to everybody. Yeah. We're all in the NRA today because yeah. I said so. I was like, wait a second. You, I'm not. Well, you got to do it. It's just you can't do it. And Or wearing shirts and making everybody else feel like, you know, I'm this about this particular topic. I'm going to wear this gun, uh, pro-guns everything and might offend somebody. You're not allowed to do that at work. How come we want it from our sports? You wore your communist shirt down there. I, I didn't wear it twice. Your Drago shirt. wore it once. And I'm like, Jesus <laughs> Christ, lady. It wasn't even a communist shirt. It's Ivan Drago. It just says Ivan Drago on my shirt. It happens to be in the same colors as the flag of the Soviet Union. But it's Ivan Drago. It's American history. We destroyed that guy. <laughs> never saw him again. Never fought again, by the way. Never again. 
done. But, you know, some people took to it. And plus with the whole thing in Russia and Ukraine. Yeah. Not going to wear those colors. That was before that. But, yeah, you don't go down there and spew out what you think. As if trips started to wander. And, all right, everybody, here's what we're going to do. We're all anti-NRA now. Wear these shirts. I'm like, you can't do it. Just come to work and do your job. That's what baseball used to be. If the, if the organization wants to make a statement, they have every right. If Hubbard Radio wanted to be all rainbows, and they kind of are down the hall. Oh, yeah. All rainbows and all the fun stuff and everything. That's their, it's their company. They can do whatever they want. And I can sit and say, I'm not, a, I'm not 100% involved in that, but I work for them, and it's their company. They do what they want, as long as they don't force it on me. But that's what baseball did, and they're kind of doing it to us. Like everything's just uh, – every time I turn a game on, they've got another hat to sell me, and that's really what this is about is merchandising. Is the you know the military thing just ended where all the camouflage hats yeah, were yeah. on? They have the USA stuff. They're doing the rainbow ones. They're, it's just hats and shirts to sell. That's all this is. They don't training really, St. Patrick's look, Day. They really don't care. They don't care about the cause at all. They're selling hats. All the proceeds from these hat sales go to Tampa local gay community stuff. <laughs> okay, sure it does. But they're just selling ball caps. And those four, I don't know if those five pitchers have kind of caught backlash more. It seemed like it kind of died out. I it, it seems like, to, it, yeah. I expected that to be a little bigger. But I don't know. Can they do that all month long? Was that the plan? Or just Friday games during June? That I don't know. It didn't say in the article I got here. Yeah. I have a moment where you play something on the screen. It's pri- I, I have no issues with any of the, the you know, Pride night and whatever. Gays get in free. How about that? Let's cut the money out of the equation and watch how big they are on the cause. Gays get in free. All you got to do is, uh, is uh, kiss a penis on your way into the ballpark. <laughs> free ticket. I'm going to see Although soccer. <laughs> going to a soccer go to game tomorrow. at this point. <laughs> I'm going to see the rising. <laughs> yeah. All right. All you got to do is uh, kiss this pee-pee on your way in and <laughs> a little more. All right. You're right. That was kind of weak. <laughs> there it is. Give <laughs> oh, it a big kiss. Ooh, you get a, you're giving them the sweet. Yeah, so I mean, I don't know what they expect from us normals to just go to watch a ball game and you got to get inundated with all this political stuff. The steakhouse and got in trouble too as well. They're doing for a Pride Night. They had queers and steers. They did. Yeah, is that <laughs> real? No, oh, I was gonna say. See, I can't tell what's real anymore. The simulation's so broken. I would be like, that's a pretty good idea. Good promo night. But if you do, guy, come on in. If you're gay, you get a free steak. <laughs> Kiss the pee-pee. That's all you have to do to prove it. How do lesbians fit prove it? And we'll take your word for it. That's hot. We like that. Yeah, it's all goofy. But Pride Night's fine for the organization. You just can't force your players to do it. You're, and you're causing, you're stirring it up. It's like that whole kneeling for the anthem thing when the, you know, the Steelers got together and they had Al Villanueva, who was an Army Ranger, who had Purple Heart and all this other, you know, Medal of Valor and all this stuff he's got. And he's like, I want to stand up for the flag. I want to. I don't want to be a team united against that. I fought for it. And they said, let's just all stand back here. And then the camera catches Al standing a little further out than everybody else, and it stirs everything up. It's like, good Lord, just play the game. Why do you want to involve yourself in this stuff? That's what I don't get. How come they are – why even put your toes in the water? Because the pressure for everybody to say, you got to do something. you got to say something. Just avoid it. Do like our grandparents did for years. Ignore that stuff. It goes away. Just forget about it. Be like Brady. Rose color and walk right through it. <laughs> I didn't see it. didn't happen. 
Anyway. That happened? That said, now that it's a newly minted homosexual, I'd like to tell you guys that uh, the new Holmberg's Morning Sickness rainbow shirts are out. And if you don't wear them every day, your doctor pay 20% off every time you're not wearing my clothes that I approve of. The new uniform. It's a strap-on, uh, uh, you know, a couple of New Year's Eve party favors that go over your genitals and a rainbow tank. If you don't wear it, you're in trouble. Well, I'm against that. Sorry. Then you're against everything I Tune into us at 93.3. I remember back in the day when Glenn Burke played with those mayonnaise hot dogs. He kept it to himself and nothing bad happened at all. It's mayonnaise hot dog night for Dodger Dog Pride Day. <laughs> mayonnaise filled wieners from Dodger Dog Heaven. Farmer John. Ugh. Bite in and feel the eruption of mayonnaise in the back of your mouth. It's Pride Night at Dodger Stadium for Glenn Burke. <laughs> I miss the days when we, uh, we get like, we're the only ones left. We make fun of everything. <laughs> I, I'd go to the ballgame. Doug Hopkins has tickets to the Diamondbacks. Want to go to the game with me tonight? Sure, Doug. Let's go. Manny's hot dog night. I know. I'll feed you. <laughs> Look at these two in the front row. That's TV's Doug Hopkins and John Holmberg from. K-E-Z, enjoying wieners together. We're on TV, bro. I know, bite down. <laughs> it's full of mayonnaise. I know. Good bite. Look at him, wiping it all off of his chin. The grease and the white milky mayonnaise dripping all over TV's Doug Hopkins. Courtesy of Beth from K-E-Z or John Holmberg. They look exactly alike. Would you glad you're not the mascot anymore, Brady? It's Pride Night. You know what they'd have done to you? Oh yeah, you'd <laughs> have been dressed. Would up you in have the... done it? You had to go out dressed as a a big rainbow guy. He'd be dressed up in the League of Their Own uh, outfits. And <laughs> yeah, stuff you have like to that. wear the Rockford Peaches. Peach. <laughs> if you were a Rockford Peach, except for just that cut, but it was all in rainbows, and the back of your shirt said "I am gay." Would you do it? No. No, why not? Because I'm not gay. But you're pri- it's Pride Night. Everybody's proud. Yeah, it would be interesting to see what they yeah. would do on I'd the have changing have up something. the hats. They'd have done something. Would you have worn the hat? I probably would have worn it. Yeah? You'd worn yeah. the gay thing? The whole outfit? I don't know. I don't think they would have done... Um, they definitely wouldn't have done the Rockford Peaches thing. <laughs> probably not. No, but, that was a bit of an But there would probably be a uh, probably be a jersey and a hat. And, maybe. and then your shirt said Pride 6'9". If it said that, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Because we know one thing Brady's in favor of, and it's the old six and the nine. <laughs> Pride night. <laughs> Why not? You were Drew Haybatter. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it just seems silly. Seems like we've just gotten all silly. Get out of everybody's business. Play the game. Play ball. Not with your balls. Jeez. Uh, what's on the we big board? We didn't have to huh? do what? too much, you know, on, uh, now I think about it, the certain nights that they did have. You wore, I wore the same thing, but whether it was, uh, yeah. you know, they had Trek night, you had Star Wars well, night, disco, disco night. night. Yeah, but this was like We Pride would night. do outfits for that. Sure. I'm sure for Pride night they'd do something. Well, they got the Pride shirts. Oh, they're selling everything. Yeah. I mean, it's all just merchandise. There's the hats. The Boston hat's kind of cool. Look, rainbows are pretty. It's a neat hat. What do the Yankees have? Um, 
It's a hot dog. Did that just oh, there's say, the Giants, of course. Did that? Well, the Giants are Pride Night every day. <laughs> what are the the misses and misses? They're selling misses and yep. misses license plates. Yep. Huh. <laughs> Everything is merchandising. Every single ounce of this is about money. All of it. Nobody really cares about the cause, which is insulting to the actual cause. There's two bats, two hands. Yeah. <laughs> I have to tell you, <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> I didn't want to laugh. But <laughs> They're reaching out. Mm. The, uh, yeah, it's all merch. Speaking of merchandising, this is a great moment. Friday, I thought, well, here we go. I am in where I need to be in, and this is a great moment for Johnny, Johnny H. Get a text from uh, a guy who works for the Suns. He's in charge of, like, marketing and promotions. He's like the, he's a bigwig down there, too. He's like VP of all sorts of different things. I don't know his official title. He's a good dude. Get a text from him that says, uh, and he wasn't kidding. And I'm reading it as I'm driving, so I'm getting a line. Uh, you know, drive a little bit, look at it. It was a, kind of a long text, and it starts off. It says, says hey, Holmberg, it's Dean from the Suns. I'm like, oh, I know who this is. It says, uh, hope everything's well. The, the text starts off like a normal text, and then it says, uh, I happen to be looking for a talented voiceover artist who can help me out. And I'm like, here we go. This will result in some free stuff from the Suns. Look down, said, uh, interested in voicing uh, the TNT crew, Ernie, Chuck, Shaq, and Kenny. Like, don't have a Kenny, but I got the other three. We can knock this out. Looking down, I'm like, well, this is it. Put the phone down thinking, well, this is great. I'll call Dean back in a second. <laughs> Phenomenal. Dean's asking me for a little, you know, I get a little in return. Get this relationship with the Suns going. You're Next in. thing you know, we're in a suite every game. and It's great. Loving every second of this. Get home and I pick the thing up and look at the end. And at the bottom of the thing, it says, uh, I remember meeting you with Frank Caliendo. Any chance you'd get me in touch with him? Oh, <laughs> son of a bitch! <laughs> My hopes were sky high. Oh, that's the word. Dean, you blew it. Dean, Dean, you had me. I was hooked in. I was going to give you all the work. Frank will charge you. I was just going to have fun with you. I really appreciate it, Jim. And so I told I told Frank, I'm like, well, this happened. And he's laughing like, ah, that's great. And he goes, it, it makes up for all the times I do impressions because he was just on ESPN doing stuff. And he goes, and I get all your listeners that follow. Holmberg's much better at this one and this one. He goes, I, it depresses me every time. So we're laughing back and forth, and I said, well, you got to contact Dean now. I told him, and I said, uh, I also said you would probably do it for free. I'm going to ruin this for everybody. <laughs> I said, this has hurt me too much. But, yeah, to Dean and the Suns, you had it. You had it for free. Now you got Caliendo. He's not doing anything for you. Good luck. A very talented John, your show. show's cute. Could you get us in touch with Dean? <laughs> right. It's that, oh, my God, it's the girl that you've always loved. Kind of going, I just wanted to talk to you about something. Like, really? You're such a sweet guy. And I really think the world, oh, my God, it's finally happening. And then she goes, and when you introduced me to your friend Mark, I was like, I really thought you could be the one that could help me get him. Like, what's happening here? I'm Ducky from from that goddamn- Could you introduce me to Chad? Uh, Molly Ringwald <laughs> yeah. movie. Pretty in Pink. Pretty in Pink. I'm yeah. Ducky. I've always wanted Molly. Molly liked me for a minute. We're hanging out all the time. And the next thing you know, Molly's asking about Andrew McCarthy. And I gotta help. I gotta help facilitate this. So I'm dressed like an idiot. My hat and my stupid clothes. And wonder why I can't get her. Any chance you could hook me up with Caliendo? The word talented voiceover artist. Build him up. Build him up. He wasn't talking to me. The whole time I'm building myself up. It was my fault.
I'm looking for that talented voiceover guy to help us out. Oh, yeah? Well, I think you're barking up the right tree, Dean. I got another stoplight. I better not read anymore. Last line. Hey, uh, could you hook me up with your hot friend? Oh, come on. So anyway, so if you hear that next year, it won't be me because now I told Frank, I said, when he ta- when he talked, because Frank goes, I don't know that I'm going to do this. And I'm like, you'll do it because you're a whore. <laughs> but, but on the off chance you don't, tell them that I will. And then when Dean asks me again, I'm like, absolutely f- not. I'm nobody's second choice. <laughs> and then see what they get. Probably somebody even better. Get that Ben over there at KNIX. Uh, what are you going to do? Barrel Boy. Or Barrel Boy. He'll do that. <laughs> Charles and Shaq impression. Charles thoughts. That's all you need. Anyway, uh, it, was, it was depressing. It was a depressing Friday ride home. Oh, actually, well, it wasn't even my ride home. I was taking my car back from lunch. I was very excited. Then I drove all the way back here and rode my new Shadow Cat home. Oh, that bicycle. Brings us to this. It's the uh, the Big Board of Musical Treats. Brought to you by Action Ride Shop, who dropped off a pivot Speaking shadow cat for me. And I was on the trails for the very first time this weekend on my on my pivot, my new one. That's a they 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 got a bunch of smaller wheeled ones, twenty sevens, yeah, twenty seven like sports cars. But I am not ready to ride trails because I haven't done it for over a year, and I was scared all weekend, horrified, sitting on tops of hills, just going, I want to go home. The bike is awesome. Everything about it was great. I'm terrible. I have to get back out there, man. But it was great. Nobody, Brett. The trails were mine again. All right, we're riding. Oh, we got to do it. We're getting you again. back into this. Absolutely. My ass, by the way, is killing me because I haven't been on a bike that oh, long. Okay. On, right. well, on, we were oh. just talking about Pride. No, yeah, Pride no, Weekend. Wanna... My ass is killing <laughs> me. Bruce Tank. I was celebrating my VO work with the Suns before I read the last line, and my ass is killing me. Oh, it's brutal, but man, was that fun, getting back out there again. Oh, if you're like me and you like the heat and you don't mind it and you're well hydrated and get on these trails in the heat, you're by yourself. You can teach yourself how to ride, and oh, it's the best. So thanks to Action Ride Shop and Josh for dropping that gem off. Yeah, you can check out oh. the new Shadow Cat. They do have them in stock over there at Action Ride Shop. ActionRideShop.com. I'll tell you this. You've ridden the 429 and the other ones. Yep. This is my favorite one. Really? Yeah. It is no my kidding. favorite of all the pivots that I've ridden. All right, well, when we go out, we'll have to switch. We will, you can ride sure. the switchblade. Oh, we'll switch. Check it's it Pride Month. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, speaking of which, on that note, uh, Wake Up Song is brought to you guys by our buddies over there at Action Ride Shop. And uh, on the list today, uh, going back to what we were talking about earlier, Primus, Dan Blue Collar Tweakers, yeah, uh, Disturbed, All That Remains, Ghost, Slayer, Metallica, Kenny Loggins in favor of uh, Brady's big There you go. Tears at Danger Zone. Yeah. Uh, Tom Araya's birthday. <laughs> If Brady changed yeah, the lyrics to "cry in through the danger zone." <laughs> Chevelle, ACDC, Manson, and uh, Velvet Revolver on the list. Uh, let's go with Year Zero, since I think we need to hit a reset. I think the whole thing needs <laughs> to. Uh, we, we need a reset, but we need a control alt delete on society. Just start this whole thing over. It's craziness out there. Everything's gone bananas. Can't just have a thing. Can't just do something and not have it be. You know, why weren't you part of gay pride? I don't care that much, to be honest. I never have. I think I'm like most people. I'm like, okay, do whatever you want. I don't care that much. Do you? You don't care that much. And it's hard to say because people are like, oh, my God, you don't care. The people have done Like, I don't care. I don't think most people really think too much about whether or not they have gay pride inside if it's not really affecting them. Sad but true. I'm not going to waste my entire day worrying about a group of people I'm not involved in. And they're not, you know, things seem to be going pretty well for him. I think it's, an, I think you're in a much better spot. Good for you. Celebrate away. 
parades. You have the best parades in the world. Nobody just, I don't think anybody really, I don't think anybody going to that Rays game was insulted until they were told they had to be. And that's where insult shows up. Twitter lets you know, oh, you should have been mad. And then some people, oh, right, I should be mad. Nobody's really that upset. Even the pitchers who didn't wear the hats were like, Meh, we're not really mad about it. We're just not going to do it. Oh, my God, they hate gays. No, they don't. Oh, man, the religious people are going to freak out over this one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Year Zero? Yeah. Oh, it's a great I forgot. Song. I forgot the lyrics. Song. I was yeah. just looking them up and I'm like, yeah. oh, okay. This is, this is the reset button right here. It's good stuff, too. And nobody cares that this is kind of a, a Satan song. I, enjoy, down, I enjoyed the song. Yeah. That's Brady, the chorus. Brady Hail Satan. It. Yeah, Hail <laughs> Satan. Yeah, the whole thing starts off, uh, you know, Mephistopheles. Satan. Beelzebub. Yeah, but deep down, even religious people are like, I kind of like it. I don't really care that much. We have to get back to that, not caring as much. We care too much. Is it going to change me listening no. to that song? No, because you're, That's the fear you're that people rooted have in like, your own thoughts. Oh, because I like that means you're coming around to then it. Then guess I, what? You didn't believe very I, hard. I laugh at stuff like that yeah. sometimes. But Look, if you didn't... Yeah, I guess if the guy's, even if the guy's serious, I still... Find it if you think that funny. a song can change your mind, you weren't really locked down to what you believed in the first place. That's it. Oh, this song will invite the demons in. Well, then you weren't you weren't protected very much by what you believed in because it's a great song. It's a good one too. <laughs> Year zero. It's ghost. Let's let's reset the whole damn thing here on six six twenty two. It's a perfect day to play this. The double six. It's the, it's the calendar date of the beast. Uh, let's have at it. Go get him, Ghost. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.